Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I have spoken to one or two business owners over the last two or three days uh, since the lockdown was announced or since it was hinted at initially going back to, to Saturday and only spoke to one yesterday who owns a shop and he says he's not closing. He says, the guards can come in and ask me to close, but he says, I'm not closing. He said, I can't afford it. I've got a family. I've got a mortgage. He said, I did it for, you know, the last three or four months when, it, when the, the lockdowns initially came in. And he said, I struggled financially. He says, my depression went through the ceiling. My financial worries went through the ceiling. My anxiety, my stress. And he says, I can't do it again. He said, I just can't afford to do it again. He said, they can close me down. Bring me to court. I don't care. He said, I'm opening. And I can understand why, and I know a lot of people are saying, oh, but no, 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 you can't break the guidelines, we're all in this together. And I get all that. But you have to think of people's personal circumstances. Another group of people who are suggesting that they are going to stay open, and there is a petition being set up online begging the government to classify fitness centres as an essential service amid concerns that further restrictions could have a severe impact on mental health. I think the mental health of the country is suffering badly. Now, the petition so far has got 39,000 signatures over the last few days. And on the line is AJ Cronin from Strength and Fitness in Carrick and Shure and also in Tipperary. Uh, good afternoon to you, AJ. How are you, Niall? How are you? Um, look, well, firstly, let's talk about how you managed to get through the first lockdown. I mean, how financially, how did you fare out then? Um, financially, I found it difficult um, during the lockdown. Um, it was afterwards it really came home. I thought it was grand during us, but really it was home afterwards yeah. um, when all the bills started coming in and... And then you had really add, you had added costs then when you had to reopen. When 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 did you reopen again? End of July uh, there was it. End of July I opened again, and I came to the conclusion with social distancing. I had an idea that some ways come around again, so I yeah. came to the conclusion myself and family member. We came and we said we're going to push to try get a bigger place. And I think I had the the clientele built up, so. Your your line is a little bit dodgy there, AJ. Just stay yeah. close to your phone or just move around a little bit. They go on, yeah. So you decided you had a bigger place, yeah. Go on. Yeah, we decided to get a bigger place, and we came to the conclusion with social distance comes in, at least we'll have a better opportunity to stay open if the lockdown comes back. Yeah. So we moved to a bigger unit, which comes more overhead, more bills, but everything, all your equipment, all had to be moved yeah, and set up, and yeah, yeah. We new equipment, but the last three months have been brilliant. Right. Okay. Um, Really took off, and and have um, you have you seen uh, an increase or a decrease in well, in business? I mean, if people want to go out, obviously yeah. they need to get out and clear their head. The increase has been huge. Um, we're in a small town in South Tipperary, so the economy is not that great here. But it's more of a boy town. But we have a, a great community. If you get me, people are really supportive and. Really I suppose the fact that people are working from home so they don't have that journey on the way home, they have a little bit of extra time in the evening maybe to pop over for an hour or whatever it happens to be. That's it. That's yeah. it. But it really took off. But we have every kind of person coming in and out. It's not just about fitness kind of things. Yeah, you won't, I could just say, AJ, you won't be seeing me there. <laughs> I struggled to get to the shop. I just wa- I drive to the shop. You know what I mean? So you won't be seeing me in your gym. I'm not a it's gym not person. Young. It's <laughs> not just young or older. There's a lot of older people that come in. It's no list. They come in for a chat. Yeah. Of course, yeah. and, and it's just somewhere to go to clear your oh, head, oh, yeah, exactly. you know, and, and just to relax and do a bit of fitness work because I know a lot of, it, it appeals to yeah, a lot of people. It doesn't appeal to me because I'm nearly breaking into a sweat just talking about it. Yeah. Okay, but in saying that, when you hear the bad news on, bad news. on Friday, of course, the hints were thrown out. Um, yeah, and how did you feel? I mean, it must have been, oh, here we um, go again. I, I said, here we go again. Um, I just, my heart sank. I've had a headache. 
which I never re- rarely sick, but I have headache. And with the last week, just thinking about and okay. stress, pains in my chest. I just, I, I, Anxi- I anxiety, really anxiety, what, anxiety. Yeah, yeah. I know but that. I know I, that feeling. Financially, it doesn't really bother me that much. It's more for the local area. We have a lot of people coming in, and it's their only outlet. They have nothing else. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, from the financial point of view, from your point of view, that's yeah. going to bring more stress on yeah. you too, you know, because it is, it is a financial worry, of course, yeah. if you have to close your business. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of businesses we're, will close and not we're, reopen. We're, we're very close in the community, so. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, my own family, were, we were affected by suicide the last few years, so. I'm sorry to really, hear that. I, I really take a personal stance with it. A lot of people come in and it's, that, this is all they have. And the yeah. dark evening's coming in, they can't go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, they can't get out of the house, so. My, my worry is what they're going to do then. So I'd hate for any of my clients ranking afterwards, after the lockdown, to suffer. Or think I could have made a stand or helped in some way. Well, D-Day is coming so, tonight at 12 o'clock yeah, midnight. Yeah. So from 12 o'clock midnight tonight, officially, you're yeah. meant to close your doors and for close. six weeks. Now, yeah. they're saying six weeks. It could be, yeah. it's been hinted now, it even could be longer, right? We don't yeah. know. Um, but minimum of six weeks. Yeah. But you're not going to, you're, you're, you're not doing it. I have to make some kind of stand. I have a few, you guys got one or two kids coming in and they have uh, they have physical disabilities they can't go for a walk they have nothing else they can't, like they're stuck at home the gym they come in do a bit of training they're only outlets you know it's, i really take it personally and mm-hmm. it's, it's something that's that's close to my heart so I, I, if i don't make a stand or if i don't stand up and for, for what's right morally i can't i can't be the person and i have friends who are guards and understand that they have to do a job as well so and, and here's the thing and by the way can I point out because obviously yeah. I have a, an obligation as a broadcaster yeah. to tell you that you're in breach of the guidelines yeah. and that's yeah. that's my job just to tell you yeah. that okay yeah, but I'm not going to say I completely disagree with yeah. you either yeah. and, and I understand exactly what you're saying about the mental health of people which is yeah. extremely important as well as COVID-19 it's extremely yeah. important that we, we value our mental health because people's quality of lives are important but let me give you a counter argument okay just yeah, for the sake of, of arguing with you yeah. and the counter argument is that many of the shops including say the rural pub they will argue that, you know, the rural pub in particular would be a place where people satisfy their mental health. Exactly. Or they go down and have a cup of coffee and a chat with their friends who they mightn't see all week. And they're saying, well, if AJ Cronin is opening up his uh, strength and fitness in Carrick and Shure and Tipperary, so why can't I open my rural pub for people's mental yeah. health? It's part of the community. So they're all going to say, well, if he's doing it, why can't I? Yeah, and I, under- I don't understand that completely. But uh, everyone has a chance to make a stance. If you get everyone has a choice to make a stance. Like we have a local pub at home there from a small a small village in Fahin and they only bought the pub and they opened and now they're closed and they have to go out for them. So I, I, like, me personally, I just... Are you telling other people that, other businesses, well, to, to make up their own mind, <laughs> but are, are you telling mind. them they should make a stand? Um, I can't speak for anyone else. That, that's all. Like, my, my point of view would be it's down to yourself and it's down to your own beliefs because... I obviously know COVID is a thing and it's strong and there's dangers to it. Yeah, I, I, and I'm assuming you have all the, yeah. the, the you know policies yeah. in place exactly. in relation to social distancing and everything if else. Could, if there's any confusion, if I could get one person in at a time, if I get two people at a time, my biggest thing is I just want to stay open so I can give my service. Just even if it's one person per hour. Yeah, uh, and then to be clear, you're not forcing people to go. It's no, they're, no, they're, no. they're going consensually. No. Yeah. So they, they know, everybody knows the risk of going anywhere. Of going, yeah. Yeah, of course. It's a, it's a, there's a small risk, but it's a risk yeah. nonetheless. So it's just, it's so close to home and I'm so passionate about it. I just, as, a, as, as me as a person, I just feel like I have to try to do something. So what are you going to do, AJ, if the local guards, who, who I'm sure are pissed off at this stage? I'm friends, I'm friends with some of the local guards and I'm friends with, I say to you, with the lads that are friends with the guards and 
I was speaking to them and I understand they have a job to do and I understand them. I wouldn't be one bit negative towards them and I understand but I'm just going to try my best. But if they, they but if they call down to you AJ tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock or 10, what time do you normally open it? I open at 6 in the morning and I close at 9. Awesome. Okay, so long L business. Okay. <laughs> so so seven o'clock in the morning, uh two yeah. of the local guards pop down yeah. and they say, Right, AJ, listen, we love you to bits and everything else, but these are the rules, these are the guidelines, and we now have uh, according to the laws today or the legislation brought in today, there's yeah. there's a possibility of a fine uh, for people who refuse to adhere to the guidelines. Now I don't they haven't clarified it strictly in yeah. relation to businesses, but they have talked about house parties, which is essentially assembly of people, um, or people who organise events. It could be classes organising an event, I suppose, in some silly way. Uh, but uh, a fine of a thousand quid or a month in jail or three months in jail. I mean, uh, now, I'm not saying that would happen to you, right? No, but, no, no. But no. if the guard comes down to you and says, AJ, we're giving you a chance here. We want you close in an hour. Um, well, the way, the way, the kind of person I'm, I'm, I, I, what I'd say to him is, I know you have to do a job. I understand completely. But I can't. I physically can't. Your, con- your conscience won't allow you to, to, to go against what you believe is right. Please. It, it just, it's not just me, it's at last. There's so many people. And I, I, I feel like I'm a voice for some people who don't have a voice that come to me. If, if you hard to explain. No, no, no I, get, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And I know there's a lot of businesses listening today who feel exactly the same way and maybe yeah. don't have the bravery to do what you're doing. And you could call it bravery. Or, or some people might call yeah. it stupidity. I but I mean, everyone's opinions and... It's not even. I'm not doing this for noses or trying to. If I can help, I, I didn't even want. To, if, if if it worked out, I'd, I wouldn't even like my name. Even if you get me, I'm not doing it for my own. Says. No, I know, and I'm sure you've been watching what happened in Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm following very closely. Yeah. yeah, well, what happened in Liverpool, for those who don't know, is uh, a gym group as well, similar to yourself, decided not to close down uh, at a risk of a £10,000 fine. Uh, they went and got a GoFundMe page, which has now been funded up to 50000 in case they get fines. Um, yeah. And now it seems that the local government and local council have now changed the rules to allow them to open. So their protest worked, I suppose, yeah. in some sense. But- I, if, 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 if the only thing is some agreement or something, I know I'm only a small fish in a big pond, but well, you're not really. Everybody, we're yeah. all we're all part of the cogs in the machine, aren't we? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, I, when I, when it happened last week, I just I was so I felt so frustrated, and I just put a small post up on Facebook, and it it took off. Okay, okay. <laughs> so so so, uh, so no matter what happens now, as far as you're concerned, you're staying open, and that's it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to keep my my. Groups very slow, and I'm going to try to keep as much, even if it's one person now. If they feel comfortable coming in, if people, a lot of people are scared, and a lot of people are stay absolutely at stay at home if that's what you feel like. Yeah, yeah. People, the numbers are low, and people don't feel comfortable. At the other end of the scale, there's a lot of people, and they don't see anything else but, and they support me to the back, to stand with me to the end. There's a lot of people. Yeah. As I said, we're a small town, and people like we raise a lot of money for charities in a small town. But, well, like, and I'm sure some of the local guards go there as yeah. as customers <laughs> as well. So it's going to be difficult a difficult situation yeah. for them. But of course, they're just doing oh, no, their job. They're doing just their job. Like 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 as I say, I go in if I train person train someone. I'm just doing my own job as well. So I understand yeah. that completely. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, listen. The best of luck uh, tomorrow morning. Maybe we'll no, we, we'll get a catch up with you tomorrow and see how you no, get no, on. No. All right, but okay, best of luck. And I, and I know a lot of texts. There's a lot of texts, by the way, coming in here, actually. I don't see a bad text coming in. Yeah. Um, well, actually, uh, hold on. Well, I see one, actually. I tell you what, just stay there for a second, if yeah. you can, AJ, because I want to bring Hall in on it as well, yeah, as long as you don't mind. Uh, yeah, me, no Hall, you're the only I one I can see here, and you're the only one basically saying he should be fined. Why? Yes, he should be fined, because 
I'm listening to your program quite a lot. No, when he sounds well, hang on, let's, let's be clear. He sounds like a, a nice man, not only trying to make a living, that's, but also part not, of the community. I don't have a bad the nicest man in the world. There was a nicest guy that came into Cork there a couple of weeks ago, probably two weeks ago. Oh, I'm a lovely guy. He didn't isolate 56 of his friends got COVID-19. You don't know what any of his friends coming into his... But there's no, yeah, but, yeah, there's no bigger risk, and I'm not trying to defend him, but there's no bigger risk of him of his business spreading COVID-19 yesterday than there will be tomorrow. Yes, there is. Well, no, that's no, there it. isn't. It's, it's not suddenly going to change overnight, it's the risk. Been, right. If that's the case, there'd be nobody having COVID-19 because there's no bigger risk at any stage. No. I but I, but I was looking online at Neffet put up uh, last week's statistics on where people are spreading COVID-19 and where the spread is. The majority yeah. is in the family home. Very little of it is in actually hospitality. And I don't even think Jim's got a mention. So I don't even know if there's been a case of anybody getting it in the gym in the first place. Well, we don't know so that. that yeah, I mean, you have to, I mean, you have to justify when you're bringing in parameters for lockdowns or restrictions or whatever it has to be. There has to be some sort of proportionality yes, and justification. Not, yes, not, there certainly is. But the point about it is another thing we're doing the government a serious injustice because we basically are condemning them at all angles possible and it makes great listening for like for this and that. No, it's not to do with listening. I condemn them because I believe I should condemn them, not because I believe it makes great listening. Okay, they're right, they're good enough. But the point is that when the average people, I don't know. If I want to be popular, I can just go on and tell everybody to be scared shitless. Yes, I well, I know an awful lot of people listening to your program. Thanks to God, you've a great follow on. But I might know that that man said, Grand job, they're coming from family homes. But who's coming into his gym? They're members of a family. And that family, God only knows where they were. There's the guy who came back from holidays, and I'm sure you read it, in Cork, and 56 of his friends in a yeah, couple But of you days. can't compare that to the situation in a gym because. A, because AJ and most of the gyms in the country, most of the businesses, be they hospitality or whatever, have put steps in place with social distancing, screens at their counters, you know, fresh towels, I'm sure, for people who are in the gym, all those kind of things. They've put you systems can, in place to avoid and to ri- minimise that risk. Yes, you can do that. That's you doing that. That's 100%. But you don't know the guy that's coming in. You don't know. Yeah, but if he's, I don't care if he's riddled when he comes in the door. If he goes into AJ's gym and he's riddled with it, the chances still are quite low and passing it on because of the systems that he's put in place to protect other people. That's the point, isn't it, of social distancing no, and all that, masks and everything else. Comes into you, somebody comes into your gym there and, like, you are touching... Your gym is a gym. You're touching everything in the place. And I don't care a rattling dam how you try to protect, spray, and isolate people, all the screens you like in it. Spray if somebody them. is coming in there and it get with COVID-19 in, well, I'd be at the other end of the country. No, there's a risk there. The risk factor... Okay, okay, well, okay. We'll let, we'll let AJ respond to that. AJ, you're putting people's lives at risk. There's a risk factor there. I let you just respond to that before I, before I, I let you go. That. I understand that man's um, nervousness and he's, he's I respect his um, He doesn't, his have, he doesn't have to go to the gym if he doesn't want to. Well, go on, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Would you leave kids are going to school? Uh, I know I know some of the lads teachers come into me. Some of the lads and friends with they're dealing with 50 kids daily. They're passing the note. They don't know where the kids are after being. You know, there's, there's arguments with every every single aspect of it. And I respect everyone's everyone's arguments and everyone's opinion, but mm. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't, we didn't let you yeah. know that Mihal was yeah. coming on, no, and he, no, he just no. rang in there, with, and I didn't want to put, I don't want to put you on the spot. With, no, no, no. With every opinion, you have an argument. So yeah, no, I agree. I understand, and I respect that man's, I respect that man's opinion because people are afraid and people are scared because it is serious. But that's just like I have a lot to lose, and I have a lot, I'm really passionate about so. This is my point of view, and it's not to do like he's on about the government. It's not. I don't. I don't. I don't dislike the government personally. They don't really have any effect on me. I don't really bother with politics. This is just my my opinion. Okay. On it and 
Okay, yeah, because Michal, you're, you're not, yeah. the point is you're not really taking into consideration, just very briefly, because I have to wrap this up, but you're not taking into consideration people's mental health. And, and, and mental, I, 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 no, Michal, you're not, you're not. You're, you're focusing on the virus. And, and I understand why you're doing that, and I, I, I understand why people are talking about it. But we, we have to look proportional at the risk. And the risk to the vast majority of the population, particularly those that will be going to a gym, by the way, the vast majority is extremely low. And the country, country to what some nutters on television say, and there are nutters on television who talk about, you know, refrigeration trucks and the coffins building up. That sort of stuff is dangerous talk. I don't even know how it's allowed. It's dangerous talk. Yeah, of course. Some people have died. Sadly, yes, some people have died in vulnerable situations. Uh, Most of those people would be very, very elderly. I'm not saying their lives are worth less than anybody else, or a lot of those people would have underlying conditions. Uh, But the point is, generally, to the general population, there is a little risk, apart from maybe getting sick, and I understand nobody wants to get sick. But I, and I want people to be careful. I want people to use be responsible no. and to use their common sense. But hold on, people have lives and a quality of life to continue living as well. We can't all be cooped up and locked up like little pigeons and chickens in that, coops. No, that doesn't come into it. This is a health and safety situation, and I'm. And what's, I'm not, what about mental I'm, health? What about mental health? Hold on a minute. I'm I'm seventy seven. I'm locked up since the third week of second March. How about mental health? I know, I'm, I and by the way, but, but what, yeah, but you locking yourself up, that's fine, and I appreciate that, and, and that's your responsibility, and you want to do that because of your age bracket, and by the way, you're a very healthy man, I've I'm spoken to you before. I'm not doing it, I'm exceptionally healthy. The government has requested that we do it. So, and do, you do ev- and do you do everything the government tell you to do? Do you? Well, I'm asking you a question. Like this, no, Niall, no, Niall, for a serious issue like this. Yes, I am, I am encouraging Asian people to follow the guidelines, absolutely follow the guidelines, follow the guidelines. as best you can, but you tell me, is there a man and woman in this country who hasn't broken one or two of the guidelines? People are not robots. Yes, We're not, we, we have feelings. We have mental health. But, we have by depression. This no, by this conversation, uh, we encourage them to keep... I'm not them. encouraging him. I, well, I, I have, I've already was, told the man he knows he's breaking the guidelines. He knows the police will call. You don't know why your viewers are listening to this because I know an almighty amount of the listeners and they say, well, now I'm listening tonight and they say, I just say they heard me on it. But the point is that they take it up this... this uh, because of the arguments that's going on, that basically we're defending the guy who's out there like AJ Herdo. I am, I am defending. I uh, hang on. I am telling him he's breaking the guidelines. I did tell him the risks, and I'm, I am asked him, you know, if the guards come, will he close them? But I'm defending the fact that he is making a stand because he believes mental health is an important issue in his local community, and I'm not going to disagree. Why would I disagree uh, with that? Because it's true. The mental health is a problem. I come from the area of Galway, where there's a mental health hospital there, and you should be always very well full. I could tell you about mental health, but the point about it is that my business has closed down 90% since last March because we're adhering to government guidelines. Yes, in those areas, we could have started running in and say, Jesus, no, because it's not. The risk factor, I can meet you, and I'm after meeting somebody else beforehand, and I know nothing. The next thing is you have COVID-19. We just don't know. Okay, okay, we'll, 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 we'll hang on, hang on, me. I'll stay there for a second and stay there please AJ because I didn't think it was going to turn into a full blown debate but there you go uh, I want to go to Saoirse as well oh hang on I do apologise I didn't switch you over there Saoirse Saoirse sorry go ahead no hi, hi Niall but what, what about what Michal is saying that you know AJ or anybody and, and, and AJ is just an example there are a lot of businesses tomorrow and I've spoken to some who say they're opening anyway because they can't afford to stay closed or they're concerned about the community what do you say to businesses like that Saoirse uh, like like talking about gyms like, obviously, people need that as, like, a mental escape, and I get that, and I'm a dancer, and I need that, but I've been denied going to class, and our class is back. Yep. But 
when I see gyms, I'm like, okay, well, there's only a certain amount of people in. You have to wash the machines down after yourselves, as a general, anyways, before any COVID came in. So, and they have to sanitize everything, and that's fine. But you have more of a risk going into, like, Tesco or a shop because you don't know where anybody's been that you're walking by. Or what pop box of cornflakes they've touched just before you, or, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, th- like, you don't see the staff go around cleaning any of that. Well, the, the argument yeah, is that going into Tesco's is necessary, whereas going to a gym is not necessary. Well, I suppose AJ will argue it is. But the, but there yeah. is an argument that, you know, eating food and buying food is absolutely necessary. It's a risk we must take. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying. But, like, people going into gyms see that as necessary as well. Okay, they so you believe like going to a gym is necessary? I would, yeah. That, like, if, I'm not a highly active person. I feel like, well, if I want to go out and do the exercise... I know that I'm taking that risk, but I'm going to be mindful of what I do, how I do it. Yeah, I'm going to like wear a mask if they ask me to in the gym, or that's no problem. Like I have no problem doing any of the guideline stuff, but I feel like people are just saying, "Oh, well, you can't do this and you can't do that," and I'm like, "But then you're just like stopping everything. It doesn't really make sense." But you listened to me all there just before you come on, and obviously he's given out, you know, saying that. AJ and other businesses like AJ's who open up tomorrow morning are putting the general public at risk of catching COVID-19. Well, not necessarily because everybody's going out and around and even when you see people walking around, I don't see any social distancing or queues. Like, I was in a shop there yesterday or even last week and I walked into the shop. There was a woman there and she was, like, doing, I don't know, like, some ninja moves trying to reach something because somebody was in her, like within two metres of her. And then she started, like, sighing, because I had to walk past her to get to the back of the shop. Yep. And she started sighing and mumbling under her breath underneath her mask. And I just turned, I kind of looked at her as if to say, are, are, you, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have to come in here at this time, at rush hour, people going to work or whatever, knowing there's going to be a lot of people in here. You didn't have to come in at this time. So you're saying it's all about personal decisions. So in other words, what you're saying yes. to Michal is, Michal, if you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to go to a place that's open where you believe there's a risk, stay at home and don't go. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. Well, okay, Michal, is, is that not a fair point that everybody has their own personal responsibility? We, you know, and what Saoirse is saying is basically we need to get on with our lives. And okay, she wants to adhere to the guidelines, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but if you don't want to you know, take that risk, well, then don't go to a bloody gym. Are you there, Michal? Ah, he's gone. He's abandoned us. <laughs> you did want a bit of a rat now, to be fair. And yeah, like, well. Nah. Well, listen, Saoirse, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air. AJ. Uh, Hello. Yeah, I'll try and catch up with you again tomorrow and see no how you get on. No, but, yeah, but a lot of people are saying the same thing. What are you going to do if the guards come? Are you going to risk getting arrested? Well, I hope, I hope it wouldn't come to that, but... Well, like, uh, they have to enforce the law. They, so if they, they, if they come to you, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a scenario here. Yeah, of course. If, if they come to you in the morning and say, uh, AJ, and they'll probably give you an hour. They say, you have an hour to close. We'll be back in an yeah. hour. If you're not closing there, we're going to arrest you. What are you going, what are you going to do? I'll, I'll, I'll try to continue. I'll try to continue. So you'll go, oh, you'll go I'll, screaming? I'll, 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 have a, I'll try to have a, uh, a conversation with them and see what we, like, is there any, like, I know there's nothing. Can they, can, when, well, they, they, well, they can't really compromise, which it's not, it's not their job to compromise, which. No, and, like, uh, I'm just going to give them my side of the view and, and I'm going to leave them do their job and they can, 
All right. Take, take what they want from Okay, well, listen, we'll catch up tomorrow. And once again, can I point out, because I don't want anyone to think that I'm being irresponsible in relation to it, can I point out to any business that decides to open tomorrow, including AJ, that you are in breach of the guidelines as and from midnight tonight if you're not a necessary service or listed in the guidelines of level five, or as they call it, soft level five, uh, for the next six weeks, you must close your doors. Listen, AJ, thank you very much indeed. Appreciate you coming on the air. All right. No problem. Okay, thank loads you. of people texting in, loads of people WhatsApping some messages coming in too. No, I like to say fair play to him if he's keeping his gym open. And I think the rest of the gym owners should listen to that. Show solidarity with, with all the other gyms and all of them should stay open. Because there's no bloody reason why they shouldn't. There's no, there's been no, well, not that I've been aware of, there's been no major outbreaks in gyms or anything. Do you know what I mean? It's all, you can't go to the gym, but yeah, I was up, I was up the local t- the town there yesterday and all the coffee shops outside, people on top of each other drinking coffee. People like blocking the, the pathways, just sitting outside. So it doesn't make any sense. I say stay open and, and you know let what happen happens. The guards can't do nothing about it anyway. And you know what? You're kind of right in some sense. And not about the, the guards not doing nothing about it, but the, the whole idea of I suppose being unsupervised as human beings. When we close everything, people we're not all going to sit down on our hands. So unless the government bring in those kind of restrictions that we all have to sit down. So people will go and do things. So they'll go to the, the coffee shop and have a coffee outside. They'll meet in a park. They'll do things that probably put them more at risk than they would if they were in a business which is following guidelines and is following a protocol to try and keep people at a distance. So when you go into a shop, there's a social distancing, obviously, rule. There's a sign on the door that says you must wear your mask. There's things on the floor. There's screens at the counters. When you go to a gym, the same thing. When you go to a cinema, for example, you're sitting with six seats empty around you. So the risks are much lower, I could only imagine. But when you let people run free and say you're not allowed to go anywhere, but you can go outside up to five kilometres, obviously, over the next six weeks, people are going to meet up. And people are going to chance their arm and have their mates over to the house or have their friends over. So realistically, I believe it's going to cause a bigger problem. I don't believe it'll work. I don't believe it works. I don't believe it makes a difference. I believe we're on a road to nowhere. And I was looking at Lucinda Creighton last night, by the way, the former European Europe minister. Um, she was obviously um, uh, the, the right-hand woman for Enda Kenny. If you remember Lucinda, she ran for Renewa uh, around the elections. And I mentioned last night, I did actually give her a vote at the time because I thought she was a very clever woman and she knew where she wanted to go and what she wanted to do for the country. But anyway, she said, my husband got COVID end of April after six weeks of lockdown. Neither of us interacted with anybody, just the supermarket and the petrol pump. Zero COVID is unattainable and economic devastation is now certain. There is no strategy to live with the virus. We will be back here in February. It's infuriating. She's 100% right. We don't have a plan. There is no plan. There's no point in listening to the loonies who are going to tell us, they go, oh, zero COVID-free Ireland. We have a border. They seem to forget that. We have a border with Northern Ireland and the United Kingdom as well. So we can't go for zero COVID. After the break, I want to talk about the fines, by the way. The government have now brought in legislation whereby the Guardian are now being given powers to fine you if you have a house party or breach the travel restrictions go over the five kilometres or open your own business whatever it happens to be the fines up to two and a half thousand euro or six months imprisonment for the third offence by the way if you keep doing it um, a thousand euro for the first offence people who throw parties etc etc so I want to know should you should people be pay have to pay a fine? Should fines be handed out for people who don't adhere to guidelines? Masks, distancing, businesses, all that kind of stuff. Should they be given a fine? Should people be given a fine? And I can understand why people want to do the things they do, because we're humans and we have an urge to live our lives, to live a quality of life. We don't want to just work. 
to live or live to work, should I say. We want to work to live. Uh, let me go to Jane. Jane, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jane? Hi, how are you, Niall? Jane, look, nobody's perfect, but the government are asking us to follow the guidelines. I think most people will follow the guidelines for the next six weeks, but should there be fines for those who don't? No, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. Okay, so if you travel outside your 5K and it's not a necessary journey, you just want to nip down to, well, pennies won't be open, but you want to nip down to something that's unnecessary to visit your mother or something like that, should you get a €1,000 fine? No. No, absolutely not. Especially, you know, there are reasons why people will have to travel beyond 5K and people are, like, anyway, no one has anywhere to go. So it's not like they're going to a party or they're going... This 5K thing is a joke because everyone I know lives beyond 5K. So I'm literally on my own. Oh, but, but, it, but isn't that the whole point of it? You're meant to be on your own. Uh, they want you to be. <laughs> they want you to be on your own. Is that true? Yeah, that's. What they, maybe well, well, they do. They, they want you. They're, they're trying to limit your contact, so they yeah. want you to be on your own. Yeah, and that's that's worrying because uh, you know what they seem to be doing is just looking at other countries and picking the worst case scenario and bringing it in here. It's like the Irish people are social. They can't. They can't be isolated like that. Well, I think all human beings are social, really, at the end of the day. I mean, we, we all have our social cultures, yeah. Yeah, we're social beings and isolating us and, and hiding the figures on suicide and all the other illnesses that are out there and not listening to other scientists and specialists around the world and other doctors and sacking them for having an opinion. Well, I mean, that's that. I, 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 by the way, I find that extremely shocking. But when I say sacking, they somebody's forced to resign because they have a different opinion to the HSC. Right, yeah, like that doctor in Shannon Dock who... Yeah. Oh, him, that's right, of course. Yes, of course, he was taken off the board, yeah. He was taken off the board because he had an opinion that differed to Neffet. And uh, they just brush all this under the carpet and nobody's standing up and questioning this. Why aren't the business people at this stage... Well, people are questioning it, but unfortunately they're being silenced. They're being silenced, exactly. But why aren't the people that are questioning it and the likes of me, Holly, you had on earlier, does he not listen to other, other opinions or does he just listen to your show and the RT News? Well, the, well, well, I mean, Michal would be listening, as he said himself, in his own words, he's listening to the government. And if the government tell Michal to do something, he does it. Now, I'm, I'm, my answer to that is, do you do everything the government tells you to do? And I, it would be a very strange world. We would live in a dictatorship if we did everything we were told to do and we didn't object every now and again. I mean, we were told to pay water charges going back a few years ago and most people in the country decided that wasn't a good idea. Thankfully, that was overturned. So that's what we do as, as human beings in, when we live in you know, the kind of society we live in. We can object. Yes, exactly. Within and reason, within reason. Within reason, and but that's not happening here at the moment. But I can't understand businesses. If I owned a business, I'd be the first one uh, looking to petition the government to get out in the street. Um, if, you with, if you owned a business, would you close it in the morning? Uh, no, because uh, I, I just don't go... I don't go along with any of this anymore. I did at the start. I did everything. Um, we were told oh, four weeks, two weeks, three weeks. And, here and what, was the, what was the turning point for you? Where did you where did you lose support for the government or the support for the guidelines and support for what you're meant to do? Well, the turning point for me was when I started seeing other scientists and specialists around the world uh, uh, standing up and saying and talking about science and saying that we weren't looking at the science. So I did research and I followed not just the three or four people that they use in NASA's to talk to, but I, I listened to other scientists and to that doctor in Shannon Dock and what he had to say and it made a lot of sense. And our government completely ignored it and just shot it all down. And I thought, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm done. And I'm just going to go about my business. I do wear my mask. I do keep social distance. I adhere to that. But when I, when I started to believe and see for myself 
that the government just seemed to have a one track with people that just these three people they talk to and nobody else. I thought that that's wrong. That there's something going on here. So you believe there yeah. should be more open and transparent debate around what's yeah. actually happening? Yeah. Exactly. That there's no transparency. There's no debate. Uh, all they keep throwing at us is figures. I don't understand the six o'clock thing every day on RTE. That, that that's just like waiting you know, to hear who's died today. It's, it's ridiculous. And they're not listening to people saying, can you stop doing that? I mean, I don't know if any other country in Europe does that. Well, well, many people have said this statement to say they need to stop doing that. So the text came in, when I first started listening to you many years ago, you spoke up against delinquency. Now you're just part of us, Jane. Jane, are you calling me a delinquent? How dare you? What, just because you don't agree with me, Jane? Ah, precious. Martin, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Martin? Not too bad. How are you? Good, Martin. I mean, Martin, you agree with the finding. So if people aren't if, if people aren't paying attention and doing what they're being told, and you believe maybe putting others at risk, they should be penalised for that. Yeah, I mean, for I mean, we've had no funds up to now. They've been asking people to do what uh, to do their duty. So that was the card. It hasn't been working. So now they're using this thing. Your line is a bit, is a bit. I tell you what, Martin, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to try and fix your line. It's just a little bit dodgy there. It's hard to hear you. All right, so I'll come back to you straight after the break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. The majority of us paid water charges, but the minority shouted loudest. Actually, they didn't, from what I remember. Um, vast amount of people didn't pay the water charges or the household charge that came out before that. Um, some people did. Um, but I believe a lot of people didn't at the time. The government won a court case against Ryanair. They said advice was only advisory, so closing gyms is only advisory. Well, yes, it's only advisory, but they have brought in fines now um, from today. I'll talk about it more after the break, and I'll give you a list of all the fines that you can get now. So, yes, it is advisory, but there is a fine. Regarding the gyms, I think it's an absolute circus to what this government is doing. So you can drop your kids to school, and you can, most people are standing outside yapping to other parents. For anywhere to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, they might even go for a coffee after. You'll only spend 40 minutes, 50 minutes in the gym with less people. It's an absolute joke. They've done everything they, well, I think that's that's working. Turning people against each other. All right, okay. A lot of people not in favour of the gym's closing. Uh, go, sorry, Martin, getting back to the fines. Yep. If a business opens tomorrow morning, as from midnight tonight, most unnecessary businesses are not meant to open, do you believe they should get a substantial fine? I think they should be fined, yeah. Okay, and and for well, you can understand, of course, their dilemma of you know, uh, yes. of, their, of trying to make a crust, I suppose, as well. Oh, I would, I do, yeah. The, the only reason I would say that um, they should be fined is, well, if others are closing, they're doing an unfair advantage to the ones that are following the, the guidelines. In other words, so, if he's opening his gym, sure, why can't we open the pub or the restaurant or the yeah. cinema or whatever it is? Yeah. Now, with the gyms, I didn't actually know anything about the gyms until about two seconds ago when I was hearing this. The only thing I would say about gyms is because people are doing workouts, they're probably reading a lot more and huffing a lot more. Absolutely, but I think that's taken into consideration under the guidelines. Yeah. And 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 the steps they take. Uh, yeah. For distancing. Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, there's rules now in the gyms that you can only use one machine or something like that, you know, per visit. Like, you're not allowed to kind of jump, as you would normally in a gym, jump from machine to machine. I, I think they have a lot of new rules in, so there's no... Yeah, and I, I think machines are in little pods, so everybody has yeah. uses just one pod with I mean, I, as I said already, don't get me wrong. There's always a there's a risk attached to living for God's sake. There's, oh, there a, there's yeah. always a risk. But I mean, well, looking at the I government think, guy, looking the at the government is, breakdowns, they they seem to be fairly low on the risk. Yeah, I I, I actually thought gyms were opened. 
Yeah, I mean, the, like, the cinemas as well. I can't understand why the cinemas are closed. I went to the cinema there about six weeks ago and, you know, you sat with your, your partner and yeah. there was six seats around you, empty. So they didn't book the six seats around you. So and in a cinema, you don't move. You don't go anywhere apart from to the I jacks, mean, maybe. I mean, I, I, I'd agree with you. I mean, if people, I mean, no, uh, I, I'd agree if, I mean, if people can can be around each other to for so much. I mean, you're only going to be in the cinema for maximum two hours anyway. So. Yeah, and you're not really interacting with anybody else apart from maybe getting your popcorn. Or <laughs> well, normally when I go to cinema, I, I go alone and people ask me, why do I go alone? Why do you go alone? Uh, because I'm there to watch a movie. All right. So, and you wouldn't go with somebody else, no? Oh, I would. If, if someone asked me to go to a movie, I would go, but if I want to go and see a movie on my own, I would go. You know, I, I love going to the movies. It's a great place because you can just sit there, forget about everything for two hours or whatever it is and just watch the movie and get yourself engrossed. Uh, yeah. It's great. For, it's good for your mental health apart from else. Stay there, Martin. Martin believes we should have fines. Donal! How are you doing, Niall? You well? Yeah, Martin believes people should be fined, obviously businesses or anybody, well, if they don't adhere to the guidelines because they're, they're there for everybody. Martin said a, a, a word there, it's our duty. Like, it's the government's duty to lead this country. I just finished my last workout there in the gym there about an hour ago. And let me tell you, that gym was run properly. Seven people were allowed in, no more. Mm -hmm. Complete social distancing. And every 15 minutes, you had to, and plus you had to book into the gym at a time. Yeah, you don't strike me as a gym. You don't strike me as the gym person, Donald. There you go. Jesus Christ, that's an awful thing to say. I, like, what have you got a six pack? Have you got a six pack? No, no, I haven't had a six pack. I'll have to go get a six pack now because the Have you got even a two pack? <laughs> I, look, I tell you one thing. My woman is happy enough with me. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah she's a lucky woman. But anyway, look at now. Stores and gyms. It's as simple as this. And here's it is. You're the only national stadium or, or station in the country. Now there's a few local stations doing as well. That is actually challenging the government and challenging NEPHIT. RTE, TV3 are completely on board with NEPHIT. 40 people are running this country. 40 people. Well, well I, I would like to think, well, I would like to think that what we do is not we give you the opportunity to challenge and we create yeah. the debate by doing yeah. it ourselves. Yeah. But I'd like to think that we not only do that, we've had other experts on who, you yeah. know, RTE have had on as well who'll tell you the COVID yeah. side and then we've had other experts on who'll tell you the other side. So I think, I, I, I like to think that we give you all the but, information. But now, how many, the national sta stations, are they actually, how many of these people are bringing in that's against Nebit? Very few. Very few. And they're being shot down straight away. Complete. Look, at, I'm not saying Dr. Hoolan is wrong, but what I am saying is he's not being challenged. Nobody's challenged, and we're asked to accept all this. There is no way I'm going to stick to the five-kilometer thing. There's no way I'm going to stay away from my mother. It's just not going to happen. Okay, somebody texted and says, statistically, you know, I don't know how true this is, but, but, yep. but I suppose you worked it out because they did bring out figures last week on the risk factors of different businesses and where the cases were coming from. The majority were coming from our own homes, essentially, yeah. or where we'd been that day and back to our own homes. But somebody says that you have more chance of being killed on the way to the gym than you do of contracting uh, the virus in the gym and, and dying, obviously. He, he uh, means with that. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how true that statistic is, but it, I mean, it probably wouldn't be too far from the truth. No, it's something very interesting. No, something very interesting. I just want to well, hang, on, hang on, Martin. I'll let you speak. Okay. Say something. Yeah. We had uh, uh, the minister, Don Leon, there, I think, early in the week or late last week, stating that the, 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 the COVID, the, the tracing is up to date. They're ramping it up and everything into that. We hear it this morning. It's a, it's a joke. It's a mess. Well, they're now going to move to fast, fast testing with antigen testing because they're so far behind. Yeah, sorry. Well, hang on, Martin. Go on. You want to say something there, Martin? Go ahead. 
Yeah, just in relation to the, the 5KM, I mean, there's so many exceptions to the 5KM rule now. I mean, someone with half a brain cell should be able to get past the 5KM rule. I mean, you can go and check on a parent if if you need. Well, yeah, if your parent calls you and says, listen, I'm not feeling too well, can you come and see me? Yeah, of course you can. I, I can't. That's a compassionate reason, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now this actually has an effect on me. You can go and visit um, the grave. You can go for a shop. So, uh, you, you also have this bubble thing. So, I mean, there, there's many, many ways to... Get out clauses is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, now yeah, sorry, Donald, very quick. I you think, have to wrap it up. Yeah, I think Martin is missing the point. We had the WHO has, who, who has said that lockdowns don't work or that they should be... They, shouldn't be, the, they shouldn't be the primary answer is what they They should yeah. be the last resort. Yeah. Yet our government, this is the second one, and there is no way that when we come out with this, that we're not going to go back into another one. This is a dirty strike. What, what's the point in saving lives and you're destroying livelihoods? Actually destroying livelihoods. What's okay, okay. And maybe destroying lives as well, because, of course, the deaths, they talk about the deaths from COVID-19 restrictions, uh, be it to suicide, mental health, undiagnosed cancers, all that is very, it's an unquantifiable number of deaths. In other words, you can't really calculate it, but it is quite a substantial amount. And do we balance it right? Well, we have to balance it. Uh, loads of texts, by the way, coming in uh, in relation to this. Somebody says, uh, he should be, oh, he's quoting, he should be fined. Why? Because I'm scared. Uh, okay. Uh, one positive thing to take away from this whole fiasco is that we can see just how deep the rot goes. Uh, government, opposition, media and state institutions have stripped our society of the capacity of independent thought and critical reasoning. Once the dust settles, we must aid our fellow countrymen and women in regaining this most important capacity. In other words, the point he's making is, is that we're not questioning things enough. And maybe, maybe he's got a point. 